Today is January the 12th, 1971. Since September uh, of 1970, Dr. Timothy Leary and his wife, Rosemary, have been with us here in the intercommunal section of the Black Panther Party in Algier, Algeria. During that time, much confusion has uh, been uh, generated, uh, partly because of our own silence on the subject, as to uh, the, the relationship between the Black Panther Party and Dr. Leary and his wife. I want to take this opportunity to <clears throat> set forth our position on that and also to make a few observations on the drug culture as a whole inside of the United States specifically as it relates to the process of carrying out a revolutionary struggle against the fascist imperialist empire of the United States of America. A couple of months ago, I was talking to Dr. Leary about how we would deal with his case, how we would uh, uh, integrate him into our operation here, uh, what role he could play, and how he could function and specifically how he should be projected uh, to the press in terms of his public image. Uh, his suggestion was that because of the difference in the uh, psychology of this part of the world, uh, particularly he was referring to Europe, that we had to use terms concepts and images that they could relate to. And so he, he stated that he thought that he should be projected as the Aristotle or the Socrates or the Sartre of the American Revolution. And I think that kind of uh, <clears throat> uh, symbolizes or typifies how Dr. Leary has constantly tried uh, to relate to us that he seems to take himself seriously as the high priest of the revolution and that he in some sense uh, sees himself as sort of a secular god around which the universe is constructed around which the revolutionary movement inside of the United States revolves. And also, after many discussions with him on the subject of drugs and the relevancy of the drugs, specifically LSD, acid, as a weapon in a revolutionary struggle, I've come to the conclusion that Dr. Leary is uh, irrevocably uh, wedded to the idea of the beneficial uh, aspects of LSD, 
in the context of a revolutionary movement that he is willing to uh, well that he would rather die than give up the idea of uh, changing American society by dosing everyone with LSD. Well, this is not a, a principle or a suggestion that we in the Black Panther Party can in any way endorse because we think that it's absurd and unrealistic as an approach to carrying out our struggle. Uh, Leary seems uh, uh, content to continue advising people to turn on, tune in, and drop out. And that he really means it when he says that uh, freedom means getting high. While this <clears throat> is in direct conflict with the needs of the American Revolution, that we feel that we need people uh, with clear heads, sober people who have their wits about them because we're confronted with murderous fascist pigs who will stop at nothing and who have so much manpower at their disposal that they're able to change shifts on us. Uh, each uh, crew put it in eight hours a day while, while we ourselves are not able to do that. So there's, it's not realistic or serious to suggest that people uh, <clears throat> try to deal with the situation in the United States by taking acid trips or other drugs or being high at all in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Uh, people who have taken a close look at um, what the Black Panther Party has stated in the past will notice that when we condemn the use of uh, harmful drugs, that we, we do not include marijuana in that category because uh, there are many of us who like to get high on marijuana once in a while. But this does not mean that we advocate uh, a constant state of uh, being high or intoxication, that we want to make it absolutely clear we do not advocate people indulging in revolutionary activity while under the influence of drugs of any type. That, that is harmful to our cause and the use of drugs under the present circumstances should be viewed as counter-revolutionary activity. This does not mean that we do not recognize the progressive role played in the past by the whole uh, youth uh, drug culture in the United States that it was very uh, useful some years ago when people rebelled against uh, the straitjacket rules and regulations of uh, Babylonian society by turning away from the standards and the values of that society and by shattering to smithereens those values uh, by getting high, freaking out, freaking off, whatever you want to say, whatever terminology you want to use, that 
at a certain point in our struggle, this was a progressive step to take. But things have changed since then. Uh, it is no longer uh, useful to our struggle, and it has to be stopped, it has to be dealt with, and we take a dim view of it, and we want nothing to do with it, and we want to see it ended, we want people to uh, gather their wits, to sober up, and to get down to the serious business of destroying the Babylonian Empire. And this is what we must do, and this is our duty. On January the 9th of 1971, I issued an order to Field Marshal D.C., who works in our intercommunal section here in Algeria, to go to Leary's apartment and to take Leary and his wife, Rosemary, to another location and to confine them there until further notice. And since that time, Dr. Leary and Rosemary Leary have been placed in I don't know, I don't really know the term to use, but we just say that on January the 9th we busted Leary. Leary is busted. And here you can see him uh, <coughs> busted. He and Rosemary. At one point uh, he was talking to Rosemary about the situation and he said uh, they're just some niggers flexing their muscles. The point is that <clears throat> in uh, using drugs as an escape, trying to use drugs as uh, a way of dealing with the reality, the horrible reality of oppression in Babylon, it serves the function of escaping from that reality but it has the harmful side effect of leaving many contradictions unresolved. And in the case of Leary, I think he symbolizes this for us. And we've had a time, we've had time to very carefully uh, uh, observe Leary's reactions, his behavior, through this uh, very close association we've had with him over these months. And we find that although he's able to make uh, political gestures and political statements that essentially the man is uh, apolitical and opportunist and he has a very deep strain of uh, racism, white racism in him which comes out uh, in very surprising forms and which he thinks goes undetected and <clears throat> Although I, ha I have no uh, pretensions of being a psychologist or psychiatrist, it has become very clear to me that there's something seriously wrong with both Dr. Leary and his wife's brain. And I attribute this to the multiple, the uncountable number of acid trips that they have taken. And it makes me very sad uh, 
looking at this situation because while on the one hand I like Leary, I like Rosemary, but objectively I find them both to be non-functional in a political context, not helpful, and really uh, we have grown to look upon them sort of as patients. sort of as uh, responsibilities that we have to take care of. Also, we've noticed that they're very dangerous people because whatever the use of uh, LSD has done to their brains, one thing that is very clearly done is it's destroyed their ability to make judgments, particularly in the area of security, so that we are forced to uh, constantly use manpower to, uh, to watch them. Uh, we've had to uh, separate them from various uh, enemies that they've gotten themselves involved with. Dr. Leary seems to wither away without an audience. He needs people around him who have a worshipful attitude towards him. He has the need to be seen as the high priest, as the God. And in this part of the world, uh, such gods don't have ready audiences at hand. So the Leary scrapes around uh, for any audience that he can assemble, whether it's an audience of uh, CIA agents masquerading as hippies and tourists, what have you. So that we do not regret for one moment that we took on the case of Timothy Leary we do not regret having done that. But we're only now beginning to fully realize the heavy burden that we picked up when we did that. And this also uh, we see in terms of our duty to the revolutionary movement in the United States of America. That we must deal with all of the destruction and damage of people that has been generated by the very evil, vicious social system that holds sway in Babylon. But to all those who look to Dr. Leary for inspiration or even leadership, we want to say that your God is dead because his mind has been blown by acid. And we're saying that if you think that by tuning in, turning on, and dropping out, you're improving the situation, that you're changing society, 
it's very clear that you're doing nothing except destroying your own brains and strengthening the hand of our enemy. Because I think that in this day and time when the enemy no longer needs uh, <clears throat> our labor power, when the enemy has machines to replace men, that they would very much like to have everybody walking around with their minds blown away by acid so that they could continue to run their game down on a mass of robots. I think that the use of LSD as it is manifested in the high priest of LSD, Dr. Leary, brings 1984 with all of its horrible ramifications so much closer. That's not the future that we are fighting and dying for. That's not what it's all about. That's not what we are into. Since Leary has been here in Algeria, there have been many hippies and yippies and so forth uh, tripping over here making them to see their God. And with them, they bring sacrificial gifts to their God. And we want them to know that it's not acceptable to us here and you will not receive a warm or happy welcome if you show up here coming out of that bag. And what I'm saying here also applies to the Jerry Rubens, the Stu Alberts, and the Abby Hoffmans and the whole silly psychedelic drug culture quasi political movement of which they are a part and of which uh, we have been a part in the past which we allied ourselves with in the past which we supported in the past because uh, it was our judgment that at that time uh, this is what we had to work with from white America But we're through, we're finished with relating to this madness, we're through tolerating this madness, and we want everybody to know that the serious work of uprooting and destroying the empire of Babylon with this vicious fascism and imperialism. This has to be dealt with. And we want to dealt with in the only way that it can be dealt with by sober, stone cold revolutionaries. 
motivated by revolutionary love. Men and women who fit the description given by Comrade Che Guevara. Cold, calculating, killing machines to be turned against the enemy. People who have a firm ideological foundation, who know what they're doing, and who know how to do it, who know how to implement their ideology for the purpose of carrying out this revolution. <clears throat> yes, we had to bust Timothy and Rosemary. We have to take care of Timothy and Rosemary, and we will do that too. As long as Timothy and Rosemary remain in Algeria, they will have the protection of the intercommunal section of the Black Panther Party, and that's the only protection that they have. And they don't understand that you that all of us who are out here. Our very survival is dependent upon a political situation, and that's all. Because the U.S. imperialists, these fascists, have armies of agents scrounging and crawling all over the planet Earth, making trouble for progressive forces. And they are finally focused in on us here, and they're trying to move against us. They're trying to destroy us here. And it's for that reason that we can no longer tolerate the stupidity from Leary. And by busting him, we're letting him know that we're serious about that. He sees this as a contradiction. He thinks that a prison is a prison, confinement is confinement. I find it ironical myself, having spent long years in prison myself, not relating to it, not relating to imprisonment or confinement, but yet finding myself in a position where I had to make the decision to bust Timothy Leary. I say this half jokingly because he will be released tomorrow. He will be allowed to go back to his apartment tomorrow. He'll be liberated tomorrow. But this machinery that we have in our hands is revolutionary machinery. And Leary has received a revolutionary bust. He escaped from a reactionary bust in Babylon, came to Algeria, and now he has suffered a revolutionary bust that's exactly what it was. The man was busted. We busted him. And it's acceptable to us.
we see it in Leary's behavior and <clears throat> his attitude a good example of the opportunism of the white section of the American Revolutionary Movement. Something has to be stopped. We hope that the weathermen will have a chance to uh, see and hear this. And want to say right on, brothers and sisters, that we, we took upon uh, ourselves uh, Timothy and Rosemary at your request in order to demonstrate our love and solidarity for you and our great undying respect for your beautiful revolutionary work. And we say, keep it up. But we also want to say that we think it is a mistake when you suggest or advise people to acid as a revolutionary weapon. It's not necessary. And we're not speaking out of ignorance because we know what acid is about. Uh, some of us have taken trips to check it out. And we know what it's about. And if we had uh, more information on the subject, we could take a definitive stand on it. But we don't claim to be authorities on uh, the use of LSD. And at this particular moment, we have no interest in becoming authorities. If we did, then we could certainly do that by tripping out on the acid that we've confiscated from uh, these hippies and yippies and trippies that have been uh, flocking uh, to Algeria to pay homage to their god, Timothy Leary. But that's not where we're coming from. That's not what it's about. And we think that it would be good if you could define your position on the relevancy of this whole drug culture in our struggle against the death culture of Babylon. Because in terms of a protracted struggle and in the long-term view, the drug culture is part and parcel of the death culture and it's a result of the pressure of the Babylonian social system on people that forces them to seek escapes from the awesome confrontation that is upon us 